warm welcome to the Journey Vision Podcast, a podcast series by the participants of the EIT Climate Kick Summer School. We aim at capturing the different visions and inspirations of our guests and their joint projects to fight climate change. This podcast strives to interconnect between the journeys, bring transparency into our learning, and share our common interests. We are Soham from the Vinovar Paris Lisbon journey and Lea from the Dublona Dublin London journey. Today we speak with our two awesome participants from the Dublona journey, Esther and Andrea. Welcome. Esther has a Bachelor of Science in Bioengineering and choose a quite different path for her master's in regional and environmental economics. She lives and studies currently in Budapest, Hungary. And in regards of climate change, she is passionate about urban systems and the many innovative ways to tackle the effects of climate change in urban areas. A fun fact about Esther is that she designed a creative banana sauce in our Dublona cooking challenge, where we cook food out of leftovers. Hey, Leah. Hey, Soham. Thank you for having me. And thank you for sharing that interesting fun fact about me. <laughs> More than welcome. Would you like to pitch your project, your action plan that you actually are working on and giving a short overview what the project is about? Yes, thank you. So uh, my wonderful team and me, we are working on uh, implementing green panels. Uh, on the side of post-socialist and post-Soviet uh, concrete flats that can be found uh, in mainly in the Eastern uh, European countries that had uh, gone through uh, harsh so socialism. And we would like to make those areas greener. That way we can make that place more livable for the locals and also tackle uh, climate change and make the urban areas more resilient to the effects of climate change. That sounds super interesting. So basically, you uh, found a problem or you found a system where green areas are missing in this special geographical area. Thank you for short introducing, and we will come back to it later. Andrea is our second participant today. She's from Peru, where she studied geography and environmental studies, mainly so that she can travel throughout the whole country. But then realizing that natural resources were her passion. So she worked in forest and nature conservation. And currently, she's living in the Netherlands, where she studies climate studies in Wageningen. She chose to specialize in ecological and agroecological systems because she wanted to learn how to have sustainable productive systems. And a fun fact about Andrea is that she daily changes her virtual backgrounds. And on that day, inspires our Dublona journey with beautiful natural pictures of entire Peru. I'm already very curious how your background is today. Andrea, I have the honor to be working with you in our project for the project plan. Could you briefly give us an overview of what the project is about in a one-minute pitch? Yes, indeed. Thank you for the fun introduction. Uh, so we are aiming to help smallholder farmers in South India, specifically in the province of Karnataka. And what we are trying to do is empower these um, smallholder farmers 
by providing key knowledge. So there is a lack of access to agroecological knowledge, which um, stops them from transitioning into organic farming. And there's also a lack of access of weather, accurate weather forecast. So this really um, stops them from having proper management of their land. And then also there's lack of access on commercial knowledge, on value chains and market prices. So what we're proposing with Leah in our project is to uh, provide a digital platform where these farmers can access all this information, this whole package of information in one, not only connecting them to this like awesome knowledge, but also connecting amongst each other. So amongst farmers and sharing knowledge between them and between the authorities as well. So not doing like a top down, but also like a bottom up approach. So yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrea and Esther, for your wonderful projects. And I think it's very uh, diverse and very interesting what you guys are working on. But let's come to a bit of a fun part in the, in the podcast. Uh, let's start with you, Esther. Tell us three words that you would use to describe yourself. I would describe myself as being honest. Um, I'm being energetic most of the time. And definitely, I am a Hufflepuff. I think that tells everything that you need to know about me. <laughs> That, that's very nice, Esther, because uh, I'm a Slytherin, and that doesn't go very well. <laughs> okay, it's let's fine, we can hang out. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can. I'm, I'm a nice Slytherin. <laughs> let's, let's talk to Andrea now. Andrea, what would be three words that you would describe yourself by? Um, I think I am enthusiastic, also curious towards everything, towards people, things, everything. And one thing I've learned is adaptable <laughs> with coronavirus, online life, everything. I think that's a, something I've learned from myself. <laughs> I, I can totally relate to that. I've always been very curious, but 2020 has definitely made me adaptable. Also, Andrea, I was wondering, what has been your main motivation for the journey? Why, why this journey? Why did you want to be a part? So I think the main motivation is this entrepreneurship angle which is about having like a, an idea put into action you know and giving learning the tools to to do that so i think yeah that's my main motivation <laughs> that, that is that is indeed a very good motivation i think it, it, it is similar motivation for a lot of us participants on this journey uh, esther uh, what has been your biggest learning from the journey what, what do you plan to take back from this journey uh, I think my biggest takeaway is to embrace the uncertainties and then just try to take action, prototype, be brave, go out there. And even if you make a mistake, come on, you're doing things. <laughs> you're, you're achieving goals. We had a session with Antonio Camara from Portugal and he said the same thing, you know, in the European context, we often are afraid of making mistakes and that's why innovation is still lagging behind compared to North America because they're not afraid of making these mistakes. Also Esther, if I was thinking, uh, leading to the question, what are your main interests in this field of sustainability or sustainable development? Yeah, uh, I would definitely say urban systems. I was always interested in urban planning and city planning and when I could make it into a career, that, that was a wonderful realization. So I would like to focus on environmental urban planning. Andrea, if I asked you the same question, what are your main interests in the area of sustainability and sustainable development? 
Yeah, good question. It's, it's quite difficult, but for me, it's mainly land use and land use change, specifically like forestry and agriculture. And I have learned so much on how the impact of land in the climate and the whole climate change phenomenon. So I think, yeah, that's my main aim, I think, motivation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that is very important. I mean, the way we land use and, and also your project on food, you know, and overproduction of food is, is causing a lot of problems in the land use department. And do you have an event that made you want to be uh, involved in climate change action or sustainable uh, development? Uh, is there any event that happened or, or incident or, or something you read or something you saw that you want to share with us? Well, I was just thinking, you know, I wish I could have had like one main event that like turned me 360 degrees however i think it's been like a gradual series of events you know i think also being raised in a country where we have like such natural treasures but really poorly managed really inspired me okay i have to do something i have to do something and then i thought okay but then i ended up studying communications and like advertising for one month or so and i said this is not a place where i need to be right now <laughs> so that's where i switched my whole life into working for nature and uh, conservation and the environment in general so i think definitely that's the moment where i turned my life around and aimed you know my focus towards uh, the environment yeah <laughs> That is definitely very, very inspiring. And Peru is indeed very, very beautiful. I have friends and they talk about the same thing about how many such beautiful natural resources or important natural resources are, are being misused or mismanaged. Esther, uh, if I had to ask you a similar question, if there has been somebody or a thing or, or it could be your dog or your cat as well, somebody who has inspired you to take up climate action or, or just uh, sustainable development and be engaged in it. Indeed, I have a friend that um, inspired me to be more engaged and take action. And the, the funny thing is that he's not at all involved in climate action. He's not at all involved in, in, the, in the climate change problems. But he's the kind of person who pushes you to be your best self, who pushes you to, to be more, to, to be enthusiastic about, about getting to know new things. So he was the one who, who inspired me to be more analytical and to dig deep into the problem in order to find solutions. We definitely need friends like that. Even if they don't, are not a part of it, they have to push us into it. Uh, and Esther, would you have a tool, it could be uh, a book, a podcast, a newsletter, anything that uh, you would recommend for our listeners? Don't call me biased during listening to this, but my biggest tool is podcasts, actually. Uh, I, I really enjoy just listening to them whenever I have free time or, or, or I have two free ears. <laughs> I just pop some uh, environmental podcast in and uh, I get inspired all the time from that. Andrea, would you have a tool that you would recommend? It could be anything. Yeah. Now, don't call me shallow, but Instagram is like... <laughs> a really good tool and and i feel that obviously you can choose what you see on your feed right so i have chosen to follow like many climate action uh, climate informative also uh, pages like yeah obvious constantly you know giving you a weekly briefing or like the latest news on climate policy climate uh, action energy policy like all of this relating climate change you know so 
yeah, I have a balance of like social shallow things, but also I like to complement it with all these informative pages, you know, which I, th I think is, is quite important. Great. And that is actually also about connecting because when networking, when others see, okay, you maybe follow a certain topic, why should others not be engaged as well? So I think it's a really good ripple effect, <laughs> so to say. Andrea, if there were two three advices that you would think of, uh, what would you recommend young people or people that currently are not involved in climate action or have not the environment surrounded by them? What would you recommend? So I think that even now we've been learning, Leah, with our project, you know, that knowledge is power, no? And it's so important to be curious about this knowledge and be updated on your own. I think that's one thing that I want to say. But then a second thing that I want to say, and it might be contradicting, is that you don't really have to be an expert on the subject in order to be engaged, you know? Like some people feel a lack of confidence because they don't really know about the knowledge, but that shouldn't be something that stops you to be engaged in a cause. So I think that's really important. Um, and then another thing that I would suggest or recommend is something that Esther just said, you know, like uh, trying. And there's a nice phrase I, I've heard. It's uh, like, you fail 100% of the times you don't try, no? So it's worth the try. I think that's my recommendation. <laughs> I really like what you just said. It's super inspiring and also honestly to ask questions because that is what we need. We need to ask and ask and ask and be conscious about things and different opinions and perspectives. Thank you for sharing this. Esther, I would like to ask you what three ways would be to fight climate crisis in your opinion? Uh, I think the fir first of all, we need everybody to be involved. We need a bigger crowd. They don't have to be experts, as Andrea was saying. We just need people to to care, to realize, to to read these kind of news as well, because we consume so much information. What if we just turn those informations into into more that are connected to environmental uh, problems? We we have to spend the same amount of time, but our uh, whole mindset going to change and uh, yeah if you're enthusiastic spread the word use your tools use social media use your your family use your friends to spread the word and and be be really cautious that don't be aggressive i think what i learned during the journey is you have to be understanding you have to be empathetic because there are other perspectives than yours you have to respect them and uh, you have to accept that other people grew up with different values than you did. They have different values currently than you do. So please spread the word, but uh, don't be aggressive and be understanding. I think those are definitely two keywords, being empathetic and, and understanding and being uh, inclusive towards other people, because we all have our own sustainability journeys and we are all working towards that one sustainable goal. But our journeys could be different till the time the destination is the same. It's great. That is so true. Okay, let's move on to something fun now. We'll have a little game with the both of you. And uh, I'm going to ask you some questions. And in these questions, I'm going to give you two words. I'm going to tell your name, for example, Andrea. And I'm going to give you two words, okay? You can choose only one. And you have to be fast. You cannot think a lot. Whatever comes to your mind first, just say it, okay? Are we ready? Okay, yes. that's good. Andrea, you first. Electro car or public transport? Public transport. Esther, 
Phone call or text? Phone call. Andrea, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. <laughs> Esther, organic or local? Local. Andrea, bike or walking? Bike. Esther, bamboo or paper cup? Ooh, paper cup. Andrea, soya milk or oat milk? Oat milk for life. Esther, when you're walking, music or podcasts? Podcast for sure. <laughs> Andrea, escalator or elevator? Regular stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one. <laughs> okay, Esther, let's give you a complicated one. Chocolate or avocado? Ooh, depends. But chocolate, because it's probably more locally sourced. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a really, really good one. If, even though I don't like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we can change it around. How about chocolate or coffee? Oh, same problem, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it depends on the label they have on the packaging. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Thank <Yes>. you. <laughs> Thank you very much and thank you for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate your feedback on our social media channels and of course you can get in touch if you want to be part of this podcast and participate as well. Thank you Andrea and thank you Esther again and good luck with your project and your further journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us.